0: Hello! Welcome to the second episode of In Conversation With. Listen in as we chat to the diverse and distinguished faculty that lecture and convene the modules and degree programs we offer through Stellenbosch University, hosted here at the Sustainability Institute. We hope to bring you some interesting insights into the bigger questions that we are asking ourselves here at the Institute on how to create ecologically restorative and socially just futures in a world that is increasingly volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. If you are interested to find out more about the work that we do, please visit us at www.sustainabilityinstitute.net. Today, we are speaking with Professor Josephine Musango, who lectures in Systems Dynamics Modeling on the Postgraduate Diploma in Sustainable Development, hosted here at the Sustainability Institute. Josephine is an Associate Professor with the School of Public Leadership at Stellenbosch University. She holds a Transdisciplinary Doctorate in Sustainable Development and a Master's Degree in Agricultural Economics, both from Stellenbosch University. Josephine was one of the founding members of the South Africa System Dynamics chapter, where she served as Organizing Secretary and Vice President, and currently serves as an advisor of the chapter. She's also serving as Policy Council member of the International System Dynamics Society. She has published widely in peer-reviewed journals and presented at international and local conferences. Most recently, and very impressively, She has been awarded one of only two research chairs in South Africa by a trilateral research chair initiative the SA Africa UK trilateral South African research chairs initiative also known as SACHI. Here are Jess and Josephine.
1: Good morning and welcome to the second in our podcast series Today, we have the great pleasure of having Dr. Josephine Masango join us. Josephine's just wrapped up a two-week online version of her system dynamics modeling module as taught at the SI as part of Stellenbosch University's degree in sustainable development. And we have the great pleasure of asking Josephine a few questions. Uh, So Josephine, welcome. Lovely to have you with us.
2: Oh, thank you, Jess and Vanessa for having me. I'm very excited to share with you and your audience, the SI students and alumni.
1: Wonderful, thank you, Josephine. So I I guess what we get to do here is ask you a few questions that maybe the students and alumni don't always uh, get to. And the first question I had is, you know, today you're very well established in your field. You're deeply respected both on the African continent and globally for your work. But what initially drew you to the field of systems dynamics?
2: Oh, that is a very wonderful question, Jess. Uh, Do you have something that you do that you never initially received formal education? How do you normally do those things? You do them with passion and dedication. You just love doing them. That is what happened to me with system dynamics. I happened to be in a project where I needed to learn how to use system dynamics. It was hard, I can tell you. I had to put a lot of effort into it. I had sleepless nights learning how to do it. So during the two week module, which I teach in our program, the students always remind me of where I started back in 2006. It was at the end of the project in 2008 that I had a shift in awareness of how powerful system dynamics is in empowering you to deal with your day to day challenges. So I started to learn a little bit and do a little bit until I become a master in the field. And I'm still learning and growing.
1: Oh, fantastic. And I think that's how all of great life's kind of great learnings happen is that beautiful combination of kind of passion and grit. Um, and I know that's something that we, we celebrate in, in your work as well. So we've got a cheeky question, which is um, obviously, you know, things are a little bit strange at the moment. But if you were to imagine that you were to meet uh, the president of South Africa in an elevator, and you had a a few floors to convince him that he should send both himself and his cabinet uh, members on a short course that you would be running on systems dynamics, what would you say? Wow, amazing, amazing
2: question, Jess. In my system dynamics modeling class, I always ask students to give an elevator pitch of what (laughs) is system dynamics. So it's amazing that now I'm the one to provide an elevator elevator pitch to our president. I believe that I would be selling to him the five-day executive short course in system dynamics. So I'll start by asking the president, how can I serve you and your cabinet, my president? You would probably ask me, how can you serve me and my cabinet, Josephine? Mm-hmm. And then I would respond to him, I help people to develop their understanding of the challenging issues so they can make informed decisions to achieve long-term sustainable solutions. So you would then probably ask me, how do you do that, Josephine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> i would then respond to him. We do so through a five-day executive short course on system dynamics, which is a tool that empowers you to understand challenging issues over time in order to come up with sustained long-term solutions. I know five days is quite a lot. However, we can customize the, the course to fit your cabinet and your availability. We can even spread it over five days uh, in, of the five days over five weeks. We would customize it your way. So mm-hmm. would you find doing a five-day executive short course help you and your cabinet achieve better results? Yes or no? So if he says yes, I'll then ask him, who do I contact to get started with the arrangements? If he says no, I would then suggest to him, I know you've said no. All I ask for is if you and I can have a 10-minute talk in two days' time after you've thought through it to see if it still makes any sense for you and your cabinet to empower yourselves as adaptive leaders. Fair enough? And there I go with the sell, my sale sell of my five-day executive short course to our president. What do you think about that, Jess?
1: I would find it hard to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> of reflecting on this theme around adaptive leadership. Um, and, you know, often I, I, I'm going to not quote it correctly, but Einstein had said that if he had an hour to solve the problem, he would use almost all of the time uh, to understand the question better. Uh, And that would help him to understand and to come to a more appropriate answer. So a theme that we often play with, I think, a lot at the SI is this question of or is this idea of falling in love with the question. Um, And I think these times are calling for us this term that you used around adaptive leadership. At the moment, it's COVID. um, But we can see the speed with which society can feel as though it's unraveling. Um, And I think that it calls for adaptive leadership, not only in our most senior leadership, but also in ourselves. And so maybe a question is um, kind of, uh, I hope the president would say yes, but beyond, uh, you know, kind of our most senior leaders, how do each of us take leadership roles? How do we bring more adaptive leadership into our day-to-day lives? And maybe some of the lessons that systems dynamics can teach us. Um, when we faced with the problem in our own life? uh, Yeah. Oh, that
2: is a very great question, Jess, because when we talk about leadership, we always think that the leader is out there without realizing that we are actually our own leaders. We need to lead our life. We need to model our life because you cannot lead others if you cannot lead yourself. So we make decisions every day about what do I eat? Where do I go to school? What do I do with my life? So leadership begins with yourself. And system dynamics can help you to understand yourself as a modeler. The first question I ask my students in the class is, who of you thinks is a modeler? And to my surprise, only a few lift their hands up. Why? Because you think that a modeler is someone out there doing some mathematical calculation or simulation out there. But you are modeling your life on a day-to-day, uh, day-to-day uh, life, so you are using your mental models, and with system dynamics, we help in uncovering your mental models, bring them to your conscious, to understand how to deal with your situations, and it's from those experiences that I'm even uh, I'm about to release a book, which is about nine principles to connecting with your soul. System dynamics experiences.
1: Wow! So just say that again. Nine principles to connecting with your
2: soul. Your soul. System dynamics. Yes. Please, system dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> system dynamics experiences.
1: Fantastic. So um, I wasn't aware of your your forthcoming book, Josephine. Could you tell us what um, title yeah. is really captivating? Um, could tell us a bit more about this book? Sorry? Could you tell us a bit more about your book? Yes, uh, it's
2: actually based on my 15 years experience and my journey of how my intellectual journey and my personal experiences have more or less converged because I not only just teach system dynamics, I live system dynamics and I lead system dynamics. So it's about learning living and leading. So it's more of what I'm sharing from that experience to the wider audience. It is a non-academic book because my desire has been, how can I be able to reach the wider audience? And for the wider audience to understand that system dynamics is not just in academics. You can actually apply it in your day-to-day life. I see system dynamics everywhere. And that's what I'm sharing to the world audience. And book.
1: without giving uh, the book away, could you maybe share with us something interesting that came out of writing the book for you? Maybe a personal reflection <laughs> on the process of going through an author. I know I'm, I'm kind of uh, looking so very forward to reading the book myself, and we'll share the link with our students as well. But maybe just a personal reflection on the, the experience of having written the book.
2: Oh, yeah. That, that, that is like a vision bust. And when you buy a vision, because a vision is something that is bigger than you, when you buy a vision, it means that you need to, to continue growing it. So it's like giving birth to a baby. So it doesn't mean that that's it. <laughs> then there's that process of fertilizing, weeding, uh, watering, and so forth. So that experience was like birthing my vision. And now it's a process of how do I nurture this this, this vision so that I can reach a wider audience with System Lineup. So that is how I felt from the
1: experience. That's incredibly exciting and I I really appreciate um, that it's not an academic book because I think that, like you said, makes the work so much more accessible. Changing um, direction just a little bit and, and perhaps part of it is reflected in your book and your work as well. But a question I've been curious to ask, um, because you work not just in South Africa, but across Kenya and many other countries, um, what are some of the interesting emerging issues and trends in the fields of system dynamics that's coming both from and for the African continent?
2: Oh, thank you, Jess, for that question. It's quite interesting. So in sub-Saharan Africa, we have the South Africa system dynamics chapter, which we founded in 2014. I was one of the founding members, and we've been running system dynamics conferences for the chapter. And this year, in 2020, we have the eighth annual conference, which is in a hybrid version. So partly online and partly face-to-face. So some emerging issues and trends is how we can use system dynamics to better understand the challenge of COVID-19 in an African context we at the moment have a competition uh, for people to build models in understanding that particular challenge. Even this year in 2020 class system dynamics, the students assignment is about COVID-19. Starting with the question, what is COVID-19? Because we have, I captured nine theories, nine mental models of what COVID-19 is. But which one is true? Nobody knows but we follow those mental models. So the first thing is understanding what is COVID-19 because without even understanding what is COVID-19, we wouldn't know what we are solving. And that's a good thing system dynamics uh, modeling process because it takes you to the process of understanding the issue, understanding where we want to go, understanding the dilemmas that uh, we are faced for us uh, and uh, making it challenging for us to move to our desired goal and then looking at what are the areas that we need to look into so that we not just focus on one solution because there's no one
1: and only one solution to complex problems. Absolutely and I really appreciate what you say there around you know the uh, getting into and making sense of not just our own mental models, but the multiplicity of mental models that inform how we understand and respond. Um, so I'm quite fascinated to hear that there were so many different ones coming through around the current COVID crisis. Um, and as a matter of interest for those of our, our students and alumni who are listening, where could they get more information about both the upcoming uh, meetings of this African chapter, as well as some of the scenarios and, and um, I guess, uh, outcomes from these conversations and uh, sessions?
2: Yes, so we have uh, our South Africa chapter website, which is www.systemdynamics.org.za. So I would recommend students to go there or our listeners to go there and uh, you can even register to become a member uh, if you want to actually access more resources. You can even have access to um, to prominent system dynamicists in South Africa as well as international. So I'll invite you to go uh, to the South Africa chapter. Uh, I also uh, started a YouTube channel that I call System Dynamics Simplified. Why? I want to reach to the wider audience. I want to make this more simplified and be able to connect with people and be able to understand that you can use system dynamics in your day-to-day life.
1: Outstanding. A question that I've been uh, thinking on is, you know, we've got this current crisis that's unfolding and it's a really fantastic opportunity to apply our theories and our models to try and make sense of how we find ourselves in the situation. But more importantly, how do we equip ourselves to respond? One of the The big questions we often hold at the SI are questions around social justice and ecological regeneration or ecologically restorative futures. How does systems dynamics um, perhaps support us or what can it teach us about both this pandemic, but also how we can start to move through crisis into more just and restorative ways of being? Yeah, 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 that's great, Uh, uh, Jess.
2: COVID-19 and its ensuing impacts actually teach us about broader issues of, um, um, of social justice and ecological regeneration. And we are finding that the need for systems thinking and system dynamics is more evident. We see there is no one and only one solution to the problem. And we have multiple people affected. We have dilemmas as we try to move to our desired state. Just to give you an example, at the moment, our, our desire is to have a COVID-19 free world. As we try to do so using measures such as lockdown, we are facing downsides to it. People are losing jobs, the economy is degrading, business are shutting down, and so on. On the other hand, we are also seeing new opportunities opening up like online store, online teaching, the podcast that we are having right now, online conferences, which in turn reduces the cost of travel. Full environment is even getting cleaner with fewer air travels. This is the first time in my life that I've been at home without traveling outside. So, we are also seeing that working from home also increases household expenses, electricity is going up, water. So each multiple intervention has got a lot of feedback loops that we cannot easily comprehend with our minds. So it, this is where system dynamics can help in comprehending those issues. And I, I, I believe that if we can, we can all equip ourselves with systems thinking and system dynamics, that can help us to start seeing the linkages of what things we do and how they can affect our lives.
1: Thanks, Josephine. You can certainly see a lot of value, I think, in all of us starting to take on some of those skills and competencies. As we kind of conclude today's podcast, I wanted to ask you a few more questions. The first is, do you have a favorite academic read at the moment that you might uh, share with us?
2: Okay, yeah. So there are some books that change your life and you keep coming back to those books. If you haven't read The Limits to Growth, then I ask you and our listeners to read it. If you've read it, I invite you to reread it again. So you can apply The Limits to Growth in your day-to-day and this is where it starts. For example, if you overdo something, it comes back to you crashing. We all have 24 hours, whether you are rich, poor, in developing, developed world, and so forth. So if you work 24 hours per day, every day, what would happen to you? If you sleep the entire 24 hours for 365 days, what would happen to you? The same thing with our, our planet. If we extract everything every time at a very fast speed, what would happen to it? So what you need to do is just do a little bit of what our priority is, family, health, work, play, and so forth. So COVID-19 has brought to our awareness that family and people are our
1: core priority. Put people first. Read the limits to growth. Beautifully said. Thank you, Josephine. And would you perhaps share with us any personal reads or things that you've been listening or watching lately that you've been enjoying?
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, This is quite a difficult one because I've got a lot. So I'll just share one of it. Uh, It's Atomic Habits by James Clear. This book resonates with what I teach in System Dynamics tiny changes that results in remarkable results it is what we call in system dynamics high leverage points you can find that in your day-to-day life so you have to exercise every day you have to uh, clean your house every day so it is those atomic habits that helps you to be the person you are you need to spend time with your family not not 24 hours 20 minutes, one minute, or whatever minutes you have to spend with them. So it is those atomic habits that you do every day that
1: compound. Beautiful. And so I, I, I invite you um, to read that. That it's, it's both uh, about micro quantity, but also quality. And as you say, kind of spending time with family, it's not about the whole day. Uh, it can just be small amounts of time. Um, I'm often reminded that it's the quality of time that we invest as well. And so I want to thank you for this amazing time with you and ask if we could maybe finish off with a last question. Um, If you could leave our listeners with a provocative question, what would it be?
2: (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, A provocative question to your listeners, Jess. Once you are done with your formal education, you must take complete ownership of your personal growth process. Because nobody else will do it for you. So my question is, do you have a personal growth plan?
1: Sure. Well, now you have me thinking too. <laughs> Josephine, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll share the links of the different books, the reads, uh, the conferences, the events that you've shared, um, as well as other places that the students can find your work, uh, the YouTube channel, um, or your other online platforms. And please do keep us posted as your book comes out as well. I'm personally looking really forward to reading that. And, yeah, it's always such a pleasure. And thank you for your time with us.
2: Well, thank you, Jess and Vanessa, for having me. I truly greatly appreciate this initiative that you've started on in conversation with.